What beautiful, beautiful worship this morning. I pray that you are just part of it. Let other names fade away and Jesus take your place. Yes, Lord, take your place. And all I want is for you to be glorified. All I want is for you to be lifted high. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you already sense his presence? All I want is for him to be lifted high. Well, good morning. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the prayer call. Once again, we're coming together to greet this day, this morning, before the sun rises. Each one of us made the decision to get up and to meet the Lord, giving praise and adoration unto him, which we just did in this beautiful time of worship, thanking him for loving us and that there is nothing we can do that will separate us from his love. And we know God is perfect, so love itself is already perfect. But do you or have you accepted that perfect love? We have to allow God to express his perfection, that's his love, in our lives. And how do we walk in love? It's by keeping, by keeping his word. I saw this little description and I want to share this with you. To walk in love. To live in this God kind of love is like a man walking in a dense early morning fog. He walks in it until his clothes are saturated with moisture, until the brim of his hat drips with water. You see, we can walk in the love of God to the point that your whole being is Saturate it with love. Every word you speak drips with love. And everyone you come in contact with is affected by that love. We are to walk in love towards one another. And as we edify or we build up one another in love, we actually, what we're actually doing are just pumping one another full of power. Full of power. Amen. That's why it says, forsake not the gathering together of the saints. We have a great team this morning for you, and I would like to introduce them. I want to give honor first and recognition to Bishop Smith and Pastor Adrian. They're the ones that God has given to New Destiny Church to lead and guide the ministry. My name is Heather Dawson, facilitating the call for the morning. We have Sister Tanika's mother. She's the controller who sees that the line is open and how we praise God for her. Then we have Sister Myrna Whetstone. She's going to be sharing any praise reports and requests for prayers that have come in. Good morning, Myrna. How are you? Sister Myrna, are you on the line? 
Oh, my, I'm sorry. I forgot to unmute. <laughs> I'm wonderful. Thank you. How are you? <laughs> I knew you were there. <laughs> Praise the Lord. One uh, little button. My, <laughs> yes, just one little button can create a whole lot of things. <laughs> anyway, we are glad that you are with us. Praise God. We pray that you and your family are blessed and are rising in Jesus. Hallelujah. So I'm asking when Myrna prays, please come in agreement with her for those asking for prayer. There is much power when we come together in unity. And our devotion leader this morning is Sister Audrey White. Good morning, Audrey. How are you? Good morning, Elder Heather. I am doing fine this morning. Thank you for asking. Good morning, Myrna and Tamika. Good to hear everyone's voice. It is good to hear one another's voice, isn't it? Praise the Lord. Well, let's pray as Audrey prepares to come. Father God, we settle ourselves. We clear our minds and we prepare to receive what you have for us. We bind all hindrances, whether on the line or in our home, that would not allow your word to come forth with clarity and purpose. We ask that you position us so that we can walk in the fullness of doing greater works of love, according to John 14 and 12. He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than me shall he do, because I go unto my Father. We ask this in Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen. Audrey, please come at this time. Thank you, Elder Heather. Thank you for that beautiful prayer. We give God praise this morning. I greet each person that uh, dialed in this morning. I pray uh, God's blessing upon you. I honor you and say uh, thank you, Bishop and Pastor Adrian, for all that you do. So this morning we're coming to you with a topic, Have Confidence in What is Written. Our scriptures this morning come from the book of Romans, chapter 3, verse 10. It reads, as the scriptures say, no one is righteous, not even one. The second scripture is 2 Corinthians 4, verse 14. We know that God, who raised the Lord Jesus, will also raise us with Jesus and present us to him together with you. Amen. That is the word of the Lord today. So we've been talking about having belief in God. Our messages on Sunday have been powerful, and uh, we're uh, learning new things, although um, we can never hear the, the, the same message uh, enough because God gives us revelation each time we hear his word. When we believe in God, it means that we're believing in his written word, the Bible. We know, first of all, that the Bible is a book of established principles for having a successful life, a right relationship with God, and a right relationship with others. The Bible gives us fundamental rules of conduct, as if you will. It's the instruction manual, the constitution, I call it, for living a righteous life in the kingdom of God. Secondly, the Bible, or the written word, introduces us and guides us into a deeper relationship with the Father, with the Lord Jesus, and with the Holy Spirit. 
It is through the written word that we learn who God is, what he's done, and what he will do. It's through the written word that we first learn that God is just amazing, that God is perfect. He has and can do anything but fail. It is through the written word that we learn that God loves us and that he has great plans for us, that he has a purpose for us that's bigger than ourselves. And he wants us to believe all that, to have confidence in his written word. But how do we come to trust the written word? How do we tell a a new believer to trust the word? First of all, we must believe that God is. The scripture tells us, and I'm going to give you a lot of scripture this morning, that he who uh, believes in God, who seeks God, must believe that he is and that he rewards those who diligently seek him. Secondly, we can believe what he said because in the Bible, in Numbers chapter 23, verse 19, it says that God is not a man, so he does not lie. So that's that's the other thing that he cannot do. God cannot lie. He's not human, so he does not change his mind. Has he ever spoken and failed to act? Has he ever promised and not carried it through? What is written is established. That means that it's settled. And our way of speaking today, with no respect, it, 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 it's, the word is just, it is what it is. God meant what he said. God said what he meant. God watches over his word to perform it, and he would, it will do exactly what he said it would do. It will not return to him empty. It will not return to him and not have performed what he said it would do. God said to Jeremiah in chapter 30, verse 2, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says, write down for the record everything I have said to you, Jeremiah. So why did he say that to Jeremiah and other prophets, other people that he spoke to in the Old Testament? He told them to write it down because he wanted us to get it. He wanted us to have a record of what he had said so that we could live according to what he had said and get it right. Romans 15 verse 4 says, Such things were written in the scriptures long ago to teach us, and the scriptures give us hope and encouragement as we wait patiently for God's promises to be fulfilled. We know in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, it says that all scripture is inspired by God and it's useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It straightens us out and teaches teaches us to do what is right. It is God's way of preparing us in every way fully equipped for every good thing God wants us to do. Amen. So the written word is a is a record. It's like in the court of law we'll hear the the attorney say or the judge might say, uh, let the record show. So once God had spoken the, his word to his prophets and others in days of old, he said to write it down. Let the record show. And once that word has been recorded and sealed, it is binding. It cannot be changed, and it cannot be made void. Amen.
God stands by his word. And his word, we know, that came in the flesh is Jesus Christ. Jesus said that he came in the volume of the book. So everything we need in this life is in Jesus. Everything that we need is in the written word. Sometimes those things that are written are hard to believe. We may be like Mary and ask, how can these things be? But as we grow in our relationship with God and we use our faith more and more, and we stand on those promises that he has given us and we see them come to fruition, that builds our confidence, our confidence in knowing that whatever we ask, God has heard us. We develop a history with God. That history gives us the confidence we believe we need to believe what is written. And confidence is intentional. Confidence is a conscious decision to believe and trust God. A conscious decision to believe the written word. And God is so loving and so kind that that written word is to everyone. It doesn't matter what tag we put on ourselves, where we live, what condition we're in. It's to everyone. The promises are for everyone. Whether you believe a certain promise or not, it is still true. We've been taught that if we follow the principle, we can obtain the promise. If you don't follow the principle because you don't have confidence that it's true, that does not negate the promise. God said it. God, if that settles it, and we're better off if we believe it. When we believe it, we will apply our faith, and we will receive the promise. In the written word, God testifies about himself. We have accounts of his mighty acts and his ways. First Corinthians uh, chapter 10, verse 11 says, These things happen to them as examples for us. They were written down. These, let's start over with that. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 11 says, These things happen to them as examples for us. They were written down to warn us who live at the end of this, of this age. God has written it down to give us a heads up that, you know, not everything is going to be great and peachy. There are going to be situations where we need to stand. It's this written word. And some things that maybe are hard for us to take, um, they still will happen. You know, whether we pray, this world will have uh, trouble. We cannot change what God has said. Certain prophecies need to be fulfilled. And uh, John chapter 20, verse 31, it says, these have been written so that you may believe with a deep abiding trust that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one, the son of God, and that believing and trusting in him, relying on him, you may have life in his name. That's the amplified version. The word keeps us. It keeps us from temptation and it keeps us from being tripped up by the enemy. We fight the enemy with the word of God, just as Jesus did. He came back. We don't come back with our opinion. He, Jesus came back with the word of God because that's where the power is. So have confidence in, in the written word. Even when you like, lack confidence in yourself, even when you doubt yourself, when you think that you're unqualified or disqualified, incapable of doing what you're being asked to do, Go to the written word of God and declare what is written. 
the scripture says, and I'm just going to quote some familiar things, that I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Have confidence in that and know that God will give you the grace. The scripture tells us that God will make all grace abound towards me, meaning grace will show up when I need it. He gives me the ability to do what I need to do at the time that I need to do it. I can depend on God. I can have confidence that I have what I asked of him. When you need peace, like the Bible says in Philippians, don't be anxious for anything, but in everything with prayer and petition and thanksgiving, present your request to God. God says that he will give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. When we're in fear, he tells us over and over again, fear not, for I'm with you. Don't be discouraged. I am your God. I will strengthen you. I'll hold you up with my right, victorious right hand. Even when you walk through the valley, the darkest valley, you will not be afraid, for I am close beside you. God says when we need healing, that healing is the children's bread and that he's our God who heals us. We can depend on those words. It is written when we need provision. This word says that he would supply all of our need. And David had said in the written word that he's never seen the righteous forsaken, nor their seed begging bread. So God is good, and he's given us a, a written word for every situation that we can go through that we go through, even when we're feeling overwhelmed, sometimes we feel that we're going to be overtaken by the circumstances of life and everything that's that's happening. You may feel like we're drowning. Well, there's a word for that. In Isaiah 43, chapters, uh, verses 2 and 3, it says, I'll be with you in the floods and in the fire, and nothing shall by any means overtake you. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you, for I am the Lord your God. That's a big promise, but we have a big God, a God who is faithful, a God who is true, so we can have confidence in what he has written because the word of God is a permanent record and it doesn't change. It's not different for those in the Old Testament than it is for us today. It's not different for our neighbor than it is for us. If he did it for them, he would do it for us. If he did it for us once, he would do it again. So I would encourage you to have confidence in the written word of God. Amen. God bless you this morning. I pray that your confidence in God continues to grow, that your relationship gets deeper and deeper, that no matter what the situation is, even when our faith seems far away, even when God seems far away, we can say, I don't know what God's going to do. I just know he's going to do something in the name of Jesus. Thank you all. Amen. Amen. Oh, Audrey, thank you. You said so much, so much. But doesn't it just in listening to that devotion encourage you and want you to just focus in on the word of God and to trust it, to have confidence in the word because God is a God. He cannot lie. He's not a man. 
It says that, so he cannot lie. We have, we learn, we learn who God is through the word. Um, some of the points that uh, Sister Audrey said was God said what he said, and it will do what it says it will do. Have confidence in the word. It prepares us. When we get in the Word, it prepares us for what God wants us to do. It helps to build our faith and our trust that what God said, it's going to happen. It's going to come to pass. And God God provides. He provides all of our need. You know, it, it is like a directory. You know how you go to the directory to find your way. Well, the Word of God is the directory so that you can find your way to where you need to go. It will not fail you. Have confidence. Have confidence in the Word. I was blessed this morning. That was a wonderful devotion. Thank you, Sister Audrey, and thank you, Father God, for giving that Word to us this morning. Hallelujah. Well, this time we're going to go to Sister Myrna, and she's going to come. She's going to lead us in prayer. So we ask, Holy Spirit, that you flow freely through Myrna as she comes. And I would ask that all of us will come into agreement with her as she prays. Myrna, please come. Good morning again. Um, We have a prayer request from DeAndre Taylor. Pray for healing. Uh, He injured his arm at work. And also, he would like us to stand in agreement on the behalf of Jeremiah Hawkins, who seeks uh, employment opportunities for a company he applied to. We have another prayer request from Helen Smith, Helen Gill Smith. At midnight Wednesday morning, September 14th, she went into AFib once again, She and she was rushed to the emergency. It's been since February uh, when she went in twice within two weeks. Please be in prayer as we make decisions as to what to do next as uh, she continues to believe in the manifestation of her complete healing. And she, uh, Helen also provides an update for her niece, Nicole Thompson. She is stable with no significant improvements. She continues to stretch and show signs of knowing when she is touched with frowns and slight movements. She has been approved for a dentist to come and service her teeth. We are concerned, however, as she has been known to bite down when things are put into her mouth. We praise God for for continuing to keep her safe from COVID as it showed its ugly face among other patients and staff but has not touched her. She also continues to breathe on her own and is able to sit outside for extended periods of time when the family comes to visit in a special chair. Thank you all for your continued prayers and to those that continue to inquire of her condition. Please continue to keep her family in prayer as we continue to trust the Father with her healing process as well. Father God, we come before you this morning with humbled hearts and outstretched hands 
we surrender, Father God, our will and what we want. We surrender it to you, Father, and we ask that your will be done. Father, we lift up DeAndre to you this morning, Father God, for his work injury to his arm. Father, we, we believe that his arm is already completely and totally healed. DeAndre's arm will function with all mobility, no limitations, no lingering defects, and no side effects. His x-rays, his tests, his exams, Father God, they will all come back normal. No abnormalities are allowed to form in his body in the name of Jesus. We wait with great expectation for DeAndre to come back with a full and complete clean bill of health so that he may know that you are Jehovah Rapha and that he may see your glory shine in the midst. So also that DeAndre's co-workers will know that DeAndre was never alone, that you were always with him, and you were the God who heals. Father, we lift up Jeremiah Hawkins, who seeks employment. Father, open the door that you have designed for Jeremiah to walk through and close every other door that is not of you, regardless of what it looks like. May Jeremiah grow in his trust and belief in you, Father God, this season as you guide and lead him to the job that you have already prepared for him. We ask, Father, that he be not led by his pride, Father God, but that he is only led by your sweet Holy Spirit. May Jeremiah be in your will and accept the position that you have for him, whether it's a position that's above his experience, whether it's above his education level. But, Father, we ask when you open that door, he walks through it in faith. And then may he give you the glory and the honor. Father, we ask, Lord, that you touch Sister Helen right now where she is. May your presence overwhelm her right where she is right now, Father. Cover her in your love. Wrap her in your wisdom. Give her eyes to see, Father God, and ears to hear what you are saying to her this season so that any decision that she needs to make, she makes it, Father God, with a clear mind and a peaceful spirit. We know that she knows you, Father. We know that she's your daughter, and we know that you care for her. Guide every doctor, every specialist, and every nurse that has been assigned to her with that same peace that guides her life. Father, reveal to Helen the why. Reveal her the why. And once you've revealed the why, Father God, give Sister Helen the boldness to put action into her faith. When she seeks you, Father God, in her secret place, speak your plans and your purposes to her and make it plain. We stand in agreement with Sister Helen for her complete healing and her total victory over this, in Jesus' name. And Father, we continue to lift up Nicole Thompson and her progress. Father, we ask that you continue to be with Nicole and her whole family. Continue to provide the medical plan to Nicole's doctors to get her to the next level of her healing, to push her forward, that her and her body, her mind, and her will will respond. 
We thank you, Father, that you have kept Nicole from all viruses, sicknesses, and illnesses. Strengthen Nicole today so that she will be strong and confident, complete for the task that's ahead of her on today. Father, you said in your word in John 16, 23-24, at that time you won't need to ask at that time, you won't need to ask me for anything. I tell you the truth. You will ask the Father directly, and he will grant your request because you use my name. You haven't done this before. Ask using my name, and you will receive, and you will have abundant joy. And in Matthew twenty-one twenty-two, you could pray for anything, and if you have faith, you will receive it. So, Father, we do not ask for ourselves, but we ask that you do the impossible in the lives of these dear ones that we've lifted up before you this morning. Move on their behalf. Be God in every area of their life. Show up in a new way for each of these, your children, so that they would know you deeper, so their faith would increase and their unbelief would diminish. We give you full permission, Father God, to have your way, that you may receive all the glory and all the honor. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Yes, praise reports, Lord. We declare our forthcoming. Why? Because we prayed in unity, in faith, believing believing that each one of these requests have been touched, they've been healed, they've been delivered, they've been provided for. So, Father, we thank you that we will get praise reports. Hallelujah. I want to go back to uh, Sister Audrey uh, for any uh, closing thoughts that you might have for us this morning, Audrey. Amen to that uh, to that prayer. Uh, we believe the word of God. The scriptures say that when we believe what God has said, he counts us to us as righteousness, just as he did with Abraham. And when we have confidence that we have what we ask for, when we have confidence in the written word of God that we have done, because we can't say that we have confidence if we don't act on the word, if we don't follow the instructions. It is in that that we say, God, we trust you. We're depending on you. And he counts this to us as righteousness. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Audrey, for allowing the Lord to use you this morning. And thank you, Myrna, too, for uh, praying so beautifully for these requests that came in. So let me ask all of you on the call this morning, did you receive? Did you receive from the Lord? Well, let me say, can you go forth today? Whether it's to your job, maybe you have shopping to do, maybe you're going to visit someone, can you let the love of Christ drip off of you? <laughs> declare yes and amen. 
Lord, we want to love like you. We want to love your word, having confidence, having confidence on what is written because your word is perfected love. It is you. So, Father, I ask that you bless your people and the families that they represent. I ask, God, that you give us boldness, give us courage to stand for righteous living and not let the worldly ways, which are dark and foreboding, deceive us and pull us away from you. The road today is hard and it's difficult. But your word says we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Therefore, nothing is impossible to them that believe. Have confidence. Have confidence in God. Have confidence in the word of God because that is who God is. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. As we open the line for the saints of God to pray together in the symphony of prayer, please pray in your heavenly language. And if you do not pray in the spirit, we ask that you give uh, thanks, give thanks to God for what he has done. Amen. Be blessed, people. We will be back at 5 o'clock tomorrow morning. We pray that you will join us and that you will invite others also. We are getting ready to uh, start a 21-day fast. You can go to our website. It will be posted there. So there's a lot of things that we can do, a lot of things to build ourselves up in our most holy faith. It is the Word, for the Word is God. So have confidence today in what the word says he is and who you are. Amen. Please open the line.